hello, hello, and welcome. Welcome to the podcast, Me, Mom, and Dad. This little podcast has been going on for, good grief, like three or four years now. And we welcome you. For those new listeners, I'll just give a brief uh, history of how our podcast started. Our podcast started, my dad was diagnosed with Parkinson's uh, about seven years ago. And um, he lived a fruitful, fruitful life with Parkinson's. We did have our challenges, but for the most part, we learned how to have him live a fruitful life. And we wanted to share with the Parkinson's community. We heard stories of uh, folks with Parkinson's that uh, were having some hard times. And we wanted to share uh, his uh, information we found. My dad, uh, my mom is Gloria. I am Tia. My dad was Harold. Uh, my dad uh, passed away, but he lived with Parkinson's for, like I said, some years. Uh, we dearly miss him. He is my guardian angel. And this podcast started with that information. We also share recipes. I will be sharing this podcast recipe, banana nut bread. It's uh, starting with the fall coming upon us. And so I will repeat banana nut bread. And I will share also recipe easy sloppy joes. Sloppy joes from scratch. We don't eat them out of the can anymore because we started these uh, sloppy joes from scratch. And they are delicious. So I'll share those two recipes. We also share uh, positivity, faith, and a little humor. I sometimes put my family members and friends on these podcasts. We are now in 2021. Still, we are dealing with this pandemic, but we pray that we soon will uh, come out of it as fall approaches. My mom and I, uh, we are vaccinated, and uh, my mom is 80. She'll be 85 soon. My dad was 87 when he passed away, and um, we hope to get out of this mess. I hope you all are staying safe and being positive and um, uh, having a living uh, as football season comes upon us and the fall weather comes and the holidays, I mean... The positive part that I look at it, we, we the Delta variant has become, has come upon us, but um, we're a tiny bit better than, than we were a year ago and even two years ago. Broadway is back, thank you, Lord, and we see uh, football games are filled, and um, we're a little bit better, and I, I really do believe we're going to come out of this pandemic and and um, live better lives. So let's do that. I have on uh, here to say to you, stay hydrated. Uh, my dad had hydration problems and, um, you know, we think we're staying hydrated and um, we think we're drinking enough water and we're not. 
And I noticed that I've been feeling dehydrated lately. So drink that water, my folks, especially my Parkinson's friends out there. Stay hydrated. You think you're drinking enough water and and you're not. I recently bought my mom one of those big jugs that you, like a humongous jug where you measure your water. Uh, she wasn't feeling that big jug. So I bought her a little skinnier type of jug to measure, you know, just how much we're drinking because it matters. Every now, I used to give my dad uh, the Powerade and um, that would really hydrate him back. We would give him, a, every morning I would give him a big cup of, big jug of water, like the big gulp type of jugs, and um, that would really help to start his day. He rejected it at first, being stubborn, and uh, he wouldn't drink it, but when I did finally get him to drink it all, all the way down, <coughs> excuse me, he saw that with Parkinson's, he would he would do so much better in his walking and he wouldn't have as many tremors. So he was like, Hmm, she's got a, she's got a thing with this drinking water. It's something to it. So stay hydrated. My friends, that was a big issue with my dad. I, I read somewhere that with Parkinson's, um, hydration was a problem. So stay hydrated. My friends, Stay hydrated. My dad was a minister, and so he always uh, would put upon us a lot of faith. So my brother and sister and I, uh, we have scriptures on our hearts. So uh, we stay, we keep God in our hearts and faith in our hearts. And especially going through this pandemic, we uh, really uh keep keep keeping our faith strong my mom is doing okay with the passing of my dad she is uh she's hanging in there we have a lot of family that that keep coming around and visiting to keep her spirits up i will put her on the podcast real soon so you guys can hear her voice and know that she is hanging in there we're roommates at the moment just because her and my dad were, they were married 65 years. So I'll be sleeping with her for a while till she feels comfortable uh, sleeping on her own. It's okay. My brother was just here. That's how we started doing recipes on this podcast because uh, we're all cooks in the family. My brother my sister and myself my mom is a great cook and she passed that down to us and um so we're all cooks my brother was just here and uh we all he, we, we when my dad got diagnosed with parkinson's uh family came to visit a lot every month just to keep his spirits up and cooking and uh is a way we bring family together so that's how we started sharing recipes. And um, my brother just left and my, my nephew, my mom and dad's uh, grandson, he'll be coming any minute now. And uh, that's how we're now keeping my mom's spirits up. 
So I hope you guys are keeping your spirits up with love, with the love of family and friends. I always stop for a moment to address the Parkinson's community, uh, uh, how we kept my dad with, um, how we kept him living a fruitful life is uh, allowing the medication to absorb. It was the most, one of the most important things. Most Parkinson's patients are on medication called cortidopa levodopa, which puts the dopamine back in the Parkinson's patient's brain. And um, we learned, we didn't know this at first when my dad got, first got diagnosed. We learned that you, having the medication absorb was so important. So we would give him the cortidopa levodopa. We call it the yellow pill because it was yellow. And we gave him his medication two hours before and after his meals. So two hours before his first pill, to give you an example, my mom would give him his first yellow pill at 5 a.m. She'd just get up, drop it in his mouth. He knew the routine, and he drank some water behind it. So he was taking that on an empty stomach. And so we waited two hours on an empty stomach. He didn't eat anything till two hours after 5 o'clock till about when he got up about 7 is she. And then the medication had already absorbed and he did much better. When he first got diagnosed, we didn't know. The doctor was kind of like, you maybe wait an hour. An hour was not enough after he took the medication. We learned that because we would give him his medication, and he'd eat maybe an hour after, and he had tremors everywhere. He could barely walk. He, we thought he was going to be crippled. So we learned to wait two hours. And from 5 o'clock to like, Eight o'clock, he would eat breakfast. That was even longer than two hours. And he, we noticed he was walking like a champ when we did that. So we were like, oh, we get it. You got to really be religious about waiting two hours. So then he would eat his breakfast and we'd wait two hours to give him his second yellow pill. Parkinson's patients take about two or three yellow pills per day so we'd wait another two hours he'd eat lunch around 11 o'clock a she he'd eat lunch we'd wait two hours after he eat he would eat and we'd give him his yellow pill after we waited two hours after lunch and once we gave him the yellow pill he didn't eat again for two hours it's tricky but um Running it down, it it makes sense. So he have his second yellow pill. We'd wait two hours. He would not eat dinner for two hours after the yellow pill, and that's how we did it. And he lived a fruitful life with doing that. It it, it became wow this simple thing of waiting. And like I said before, literally it was like he was crippled when we did not wait two hours. And um, exercise is the key. I say it on 
every podcast episode to my Parkinson's community friends. Exercise, exercise, exercise is the key. My dad would go to the gym, ride the bike, stationary bike, and he'd do some machines. During COVID, two, well, it's almost two years ago now, huh? When this pandemic hit us, well, you know, we couldn't go to the gym. So when we started back, kind of going back to the gym, wearing his mask and everything, I, I could tell he was a bit sluggish in his routine, exercise routine. So our neuro, his neurologist uh, gave us a prescription to go get some physical therapy uh, sessions. And... Um, so we did. He went to a physical therapy, and they um, renewed him, revived him back in his routine, got his legs, and he began to get stronger again in his body as well as going to the gym. So the bottom line, my Parkinson's community is exercise, exercise, exercise is the key to living a fruitful life with Parkinson's. And exercise is the key for us all, even if we don't have Parkinson's, right? I watch my dad do his uh, his uh, exercises at home that he learned during uh, his physical therapy sessions. And he would stand and have his hand on, leaning on like the sofa, and he would be lifting his legs lifting to the front, lifting to the side and to the back. And um, I noticed my hip was recently kind of aching a bit. So I was like, let me try some of my dad's little leg lifts. So I did those. And when you know, uh, the pain's gone. You know, so movement is important for us all, keeping that body going. You know, even if it's taking a short walk, which my dad and I did a lot. There's a beautiful park here near us, and we would go for walks all the time. Get that body moving. Even if you're not in the Parkinson's community, it is important. But especially for Parkinson's, exercise is the key. Exercise, exercise, exercise. It's the key. And if you let that medication absorb and exercise, you can live a fruitful life. And um, we would watch my dad's protein intake. Um, I read on uh, uh, Michael J. Fox's website, I had read one time that Parkinson's patients really have to watch the protein. So what we did was his first meal at breakfast, we would give him less protein at breakfast. So he would just have the mainly apples has the less protein that I read and um, we would start his day off with a low protein uh, lunch and dinner we kind of just we didn't get too strict but it seemed like we lowered give, gave him low protein in the breakfast at breakfast and that seemed to that seemed to work one of my Parkinson's listeners she uh, sent me a comment that, let me try to remember, was it garlic? And I think she said beef, but it was mainly garlic. She said, watch the garlic. And I didn't know that. And I do remember we made something with a bunch of garlic in it. And, um, 
since she brought that to my attention. My dad kind of had some wobbly legs after that garlicky meal. So that was uh, something interesting. Huh. Let me share banana nut bread with you guys. It's fall. We just, uh, my brother was here and uh, we made some for my brother. So what you will need, here's the ingredients. Two cups of flour, one teaspoon of baking soda, one teaspoon baking powder, one teaspoon of salt, two eggs, one cup of sugar, four very ripe bananas. Like my brother bought a big bunch of bananas and he didn't really eat them all and they, they were turning black. And that's the best banana bread when they get dark and black like that. So that's what very ripe bananas is. One teaspoon of vanilla, half cup of vegetable oil, one teaspoon of cinnamon. And this makes about two loaves we, we got out of this. Turn preheat oven to 350 degrees. In a medium bowl, combine flour, baking soda, and baking powder and salt. In a large bowl, cream together eggs and sugar. Stir in mashed vanilla, mashed bananas, vanilla, oil, and cinnamon. Stir in flour mixture a third at a time until just combined. Divide batter into two nine by five loaf, loaf pans. Bake for about an hour. You bake for about an hour and you take a toothpick after an hour, stick it in the center and if no, if no uh, batter comes out, off your toothpick, then you know it's done. So about an hour, maybe go a little, depending on how hot your stove gets, gets, it might be a little over an hour. But an hour is good for our stove. And it is delicious, delicious. I like to sprinkle some, com once it cools, you got to let it cool, sprinkle some confection sugar. You don't have to put in confection sugar, but it's, it's, t it's tasty. Once it cools, if you if you put the sugar on while it's hot, then it would just melt. So let it cool and take that little sifter thing and sprinkle confection sugar. Beautiful. There you go. Let's do some extra sloppy joes. Y'all are going to love this. It's so good. You need one and a half pounds of, of ground beef. This recipe says extra lean, but, yeah, you know, I like a little fat in the ground beef. Wink, wink. And, uh, excuse me, something in my eye. Get out of there. A one and a half pounds of ground beef. A half diced onion. Two cloves of garlic minced. One green pepper diced. One cup of water. Three-fourth cup of ketchup. One dash of Worcestershire. Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire sauce. Two tablespoons of brown sugar. One teaspoon of Dijon mustard. One and a half teaspoons of salt. Or to taste. One half teaspoon. A half. 
not one and a half. Half teaspoon of ground pepper, one cup of water, one pinch cayenne pepper. So you place your ground beef and onion in a large skillet. You know, you let it brown. Let it brown, 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 brown. And it forms, you know, chop it up about 10 minutes. Stir in your garlic and your green pepper. You know, I'll be honest, I don't put green pepper. I'm, I'm the person that doesn't care for the green pepper. But my mom loves it. But when I make it, I don't use green pepper. Wink, wink. Stir in your garlic and your green pepper. Cook and stir until softened. It'll take about two to three minutes. Add one cup of water and stir. Scraping the pan until scraping the pan to dissolve any brown flavor bits from the bottom of the skillet. Sorry about that. Man. Mix in ketchup. Sorry about the phone. I thought I got it out of here. But it's a podcast. You guys understand. Uh, Mix in your ketchup. Worcestershire sauce. Brown sugar. Dijon mustard. Salt and pepper. Add one cup of water. And return the mixture mixture to a simmer. Reduce to low and simmer, stirring occasionally until the liquid has evaporated and the mixture is thick. So with the top, well, there's no top, but a few minutes, it, the mixture will exap- evaporate a bit and get nice and thick. About 40 minutes. And you season with salt and pepper and cayenne pepper to taste. I like to add. So good, guys. I'm telling you. And um, we take our buns and we toast them a bit. And um, delish. You're welcome. We uh, we um, share recipes all the time. Like I said, we have family all around uh, all the time. And so that's how we're always sharing recipes. Sharing, sharing, sharing recipes. Always. Hope you enjoy that. Uh, Remember, please do subscribe to our podcast. Please. So where you are listening, the page you're listening to, if you go up to the top, there's the Wi-Fi looking uh, icon. Looks like Wi-Fi. But when you click that, is that's where you subscribe, I believe. Yeah, and you guys can make comments on this page too and say hi to us, say something nice and uh, positive, tell us some jokes, and uh, even if you have any jokes, we'll do it. We need laughter, 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 don't we? We sure do. So you guys, please subscribe and uh, keep your heads up. Exercise, exercise, exercise is the key. Until the next podcast, enjoy the music.